0: I even really existed. But I do. And people are starting to notice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Film Seizure at the Movies. I'm Jeff Arbuckle. Uh, before we get into uh, me talking about Todd Phillips, the Joker, or I guess just Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix, um, I do a little bit of uh, housekeeping here. Every Wednesday, go to filmseizure.com, catch a new episode of the Film Seizure podcast proper with myself and Jason Oliver. Every Monday, you can catch Monster Mondays with myself. You can also catch all of those things on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify. I even upload that stuff to YouTube just in case you like to um, listen to stuff over there. Um, so Joker, um, I, I guess to start, I, uh, to start, I'm going to talk a little bit about something I don't really like to talk too much about, and that's some stupid internet drama. Um, prior to the release of Joker, there was a lot of concern, and this is probably just simply the, uh, byproduct of a 24 hour news cycle that's a very very bad thing in this country i think uh oftentimes um mountains are made out of molehills and as as much as i believe people should have the right to say and think what they should within certain reason i think <laughs> i think with the with the advent of the uh, internet and the uh 24-hour news cycle um sometimes we get a little bit too much opinion uh, that is kind of baseless or at least um, if not baseless, at the very least, very um, problematic uh, in the sense that you know, it's a lot of prejudgment um, and it usually exists on the fringes. But sometimes it bleeds into uh, the, the various pop culture uh, landscape, if you will simply put uh joker the trailers uh that came out several months ago for this portrayed uh Joaquin Phoenix as this uh seemingly lonely uh seemingly very skin, very skinny um kind of mama's boy who ultimately becomes what many myself included would consider the greatest comic book villain of all time, the most absolute, uh, authority, if you will, on, uh, on being a, um, agent of chaos, uh, somebody who just wants to needle people like almost like chess pawns, but not even really with that much forethought, just whatever I can do to, uh, basically burn a city down, I'll do it just because just because people need to see things my way and he's he's the exact opposite of batman's perfect uh visage of order uh so it's it, they they do exist on these two opposite ends well most people know that most people can remember uh gosh i guess it was 11 years ago now when uh heath ledger played the joker in the dark knight And he was very, very keen on making sure that everybody realized that he is indeed out for chaos. Uh, I think it's the Michael Caine line that I like so much that, you know, some people just like to watch the world burn. Now, it's been a long 11 years since that movie came out. Um, And internet culture... um, Just the general way things have kind of gone in the real world. People are very charged politically. They're angry about class. That's something I'm particularly angry about. Maybe more than anything else, I am very concerned about class structure in the world. How, How much power the very tippy top of all the money, of all the people with money, the very tippy top seems to have all the power. Um, People are very concerned about religious views, uh, political views, uh, concerned about who is uh, dispensing justice, who is seemingly coming off scot-free from being held accountable for negative things that happen to people. These are very real concerns in the world, and it has seemed to kind of spread over time. Uh, and more often than not, it's media that is kind of um, furthering some of that. I, I'm a strong believer that it doesn't matter if you are a Fox News person or CNN or you know Huffington Post or whatever. Uh, if they can, if they can elicit anger in you. The more likely that their articles are going to be seen, and the more likely their um, advertisers are going to be pleased and willing to give them money. Um, And that's that's icky. It doesn't. I mean, this is a it's a kind of a shitty world we live in. I have grown more and more frustrated with um, a lot of that. Um, because it seems like the people who have opinions that are in absolute stark opposition to what the way I think seem to be getting an awful lot more attention than they should um but that's not really what I'm here to talk about uh or that's not really what I want to focus on I should say the uh but if if you worry that, that it's mostly on one side or the other, it's really not. Um, there are people who are very far on the end of a spectrum, of a political spectrum, if you will, that have essentially decided they wanted to boycott this movie. And they wanted people to know that they were very concerned that this movie might uh, glamorize or at least shed a light on a particular group of people that could be kind of dangerous if they're not kind of brought out of the darkness and the group that a lot of people are concerned about are called incels now I'm not going to accuse anybody of being that uh, because I think for the most part there's only a very few percentage I think the I think the number of people who actually think they are one of these things uh, is considerably smaller than the number of that people think exist, but uh, the the term incel was born recently, over the last few years. Uh, it's a group of people who uh, feel that they are involuntarily celibate, thus incel. They feel like that they are um, mistreated by uh, by believing that they are owed a certain um attention and affection from people that they are attracted to uh this most notably usually middle class white dudes um they feel like they don't get attention and 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 it's probably almost even like upper middle class and maybe even some upper class guys think this but um I'm I don't really want to go in too much on this because this is a very depressing topic but these people uh are kind of a continuation of what maybe some people would consider being beatniks or hippies in the in the late 50s early 60s into the late 60s and early 70s these people who um kind of just uh dropped out of society they don't feel like uh government's really doing anything for them they are they they tend to swing very um uh very deeply right or left depending on what they feel like somebody may do for them um it's in 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 the age of the internet a lot of these people are oftentimes socially awkward they may not feel um comfortable around certain types of people. They often may say the wrong things. They start to, uh, kind of inherit some bad ideas from people because there is a group of people out there on the internet that will, uh, uh, I guess, um, pamper to those people. They, um, because they could be a number that they could use for a political uh for political gain. And I I I could go on for a long, long time talking about these people. Um really the if you want to know anything about who what an incel is and, and how psychologically uh they got to where they were where they are considered a problem and where people are concerned about them. Um, I would recommend going on YouTube and, uh, searching for a YouTuber called Contra Points. Uh, she has a video on incels. It's very interesting. Um, she's, she was a, a psychiatry and a psychology, uh, studier, uh, used to study that in college and, and she has a very insightful way of, um, kind of talking about them without really putting them down. Um, all this is to come back around to Joker. There was a great deal of concern by people, uh, on, on the fringe who were concerned about these other fringe folks, uh, that this movie would give them bad ideas to act out, uh, to incite violence because they, um, they can maybe see the sad, lonely, um, awkward person gaining power and <laughs> I, I hate it when people prejudge shit like that because well yes if you're looking for that if you're looking for that to get upset about in this movie you'll probably find it the thing is that's not really what this movie is about um, in fact the movie kind of turns it back around on those uh, on those people Uh, Joker is about a guy named Arthur who is a clown. He works as a clown. His mother, he lives with a sick mother who has always told him that his purpose in life was to put smiles on people's faces. And so, of course, he works as a clown. He is often, um, kind of beat up or messed with or, um, because he's a little bit awkward, he's kind of an easy, um, uh, uh, almost like an easy patsy for people to avoid themselves being in trouble. Uh, but, but he does have a couple of encounters with two groups of people, one very young group of people who are just dumb kids. Um, and quite frankly, were almost like Stephen King style bullies, kind of beating him up, messing with him. Uh, but then he also gets beat up by some Upper class guys who really probably should know better, but likely would have gotten away with it. Um, and it, it changes him, it changes him as a person. But you could say, well, you know, isn't that exactly what people are worried about? That people just because they feel like they're slighted. Um, and again, incels are people who, for one reason or another, feel like they've been slighted. Isn't that the reason why somebody should, um, maybe not really hail this movie that much. They get people to go see it so that they might act out because they feel like they're slighted. And the simple truth is is that, no. Um, this movie is about a very sick person. You find out throughout the course of the movie, this is really a character study, kind of on the level of Taxi Driver. Um, a lot of people see a lot of, of parallel to uh, the movie The King of Comedy, with Robert De Niro and uh, Jerry Lewis. It is um, it is that a little bit. It is definitely more of uh taxi driver, but from a different perspective, whereas Travis Bickle in Taxi Driver is a guy who goes out and wants to clean up the scum. He takes a very um, deeply, deeply, um, almost fascistic view of if you've done wrong you must be punished um it's it's um, it, it, if we if we were to say uh here's the spec here's the political spectrum travis bickle is so far right that he's probably not even on the on the on the spectrum uh the joker is so far left that he's not even on the spectrum he is somebody who uh rises up against people who have kind of forgotten a group a, a large percentage of Gotham City uh, uh residents so the movie begins with this exceptional world building moment you see uh Arthur preparing himself for his job he's painting himself up as a clown and there's a radio broadcast and it's a news broadcast it's like it's like what they used to do uh Every morning, and every you know, like every morning on the radio station my dad used to listen to. I don't remember which station that was, but they would have uh, news breaks every, um, like twenty minutes or so to to give the headlines. And so they're talking about Gotham uh, is basically a powder keg. Um, they've in in just a few sentences, you learn that um, there are people who are unemployed. It's a high number of unemployed people. And it's a um a uh there's a trash strike going on and crime is up. And what you find out is is that um it, it just sets this this very dark and very moody and very um volatile Gotham City. Um people are pissed off at the mayor. And it doesn't seem like the mayor or any other candidate seem to kind of care about the people who are most affected by these things. The trash strike has um, basically made it to where there's trash just everywhere on the streets. It's, it's, it's a disgusting city. I mean, it really captures that late 70s, early 80s New York look. Um, it's constantly kind of seemingly cold and gray. Um, people just can't catch a break and everybody is basically looking to get a leg up on everybody else. Uh, the people that Arthur work with works with is they aren't trustworthy people. Uh, they kind of take the piss out of each other, but you find out one guy in particular who considers himself Arthur's best friend is really not a good dude. Um, he kind of fucks over Arthur a couple of times. So he, um, so you have this, you have this powder cake, and what's more is that Arthur has mental issues, and he really probably should be in constant care of a doctor. He sees a social worker. He has spent time in a mental institution, um, or seemingly has. He he takes seven different medications. And, of course, he gets affected because the city government cuts off funding to uh, the social workers. And, um, you know, he's kind of left with nowhere to go, nobody to talk to. He's not even sure that he's even getting help from the person he is talking to, though I don't necessarily think that's so much a social worker's fault as much as it is it's a flawed system. Uh, If I have a number two issue that I worry about when it comes to the real world, it's how we take care of our mentally infirm. Uh, This country has never had a particularly, maybe all of human history has never had a particularly great, uh, a a great way of taking care of people who aren't that stable mentally. Uh, It probably is a, large reason why we see a lot of crime um maybe a lot of mass shootings happen because we're not doing well enough on making sure people are are okay um but that said um you you see this person slowly descend into just insanity but it's not the insanity that you think of it's not quite the jovial joking jack nicholson or um or, or like a Cesar romero type of joker uh it's even darker i think than heath ledger's it's some it's very realistic and it's it's kind of disturbing at times where there are some incredibly tense scenes and the way that he sees life is sad it it's he's a sad character and he is somebody who's fallen through the cracks and it's unfortunate because he didn't deserve it he didn't ask for it nothing that's happened to him is something that is his real doing uh it it's been inflicted upon him and um it's it's one of those things where it's like okay well yeah but the but we can't feel that sorry for somebody who ultimately will commit murder who will um, become the face of a revolution which ends up occurring by the halfway point of this movie and and that's true so in a way this movie also works as a cautionary tale to be careful of who we hoist up because um, when you swing to the to the fringe on both sides of the of the spectrum what you end up getting is somebody who is not what you think they are you you've put too much emphasis on what they what you think they represent and not enough thought into what they actually are um it makes you think very broadly in this uh, at the end of this movie that you know there's a lot of things that need to be done better in this world. We need to take care of people better. We need to be more respectful to one another. Um, and, and this movie subtly talks about those things. Um, this is a situation where people who did not know what is truly wrong with Arthur, with Joaquin Phoenix in this movie push him and push him and push him and push him and push him until he snaps and he doesn't have to be pushed he needs to be taken care of um and there's a systemic issue and there is an interpersonal issue as to what needs to be fixed and it it's it's almost like trying to unravel a big box of christmas lights that have been sitting in a ball all year since you took them down uh it's you don't know where to start and you don't know what to do but so, but you have to start somewhere and you have to try to figure out what's right to to help take care of these people and, and it's a movie that kind of gets you thinking like that throughout the course of watching this movie i found myself constantly thinking it's like what could have gone what could have been done differently you know could he have been raised differently absolutely could he have been uh treated differently just in everyday life absolutely could the state take care of him a little bit better absolutely uh it's it's a it's it's a series of things that when any one of those pieces isn't there the house of cards kind of crumbles and again you you find those people who drop out and they become these monsters that you don't know you've created but you've created uh so it's it's a very thought provoking movie it's a very interesting movie how it takes that um that kind of taxi driver side where he's deciding to do something and he's not well but he decides he wants to do something but he's doing it from the opposite side he's not going out and cleaning up the streets of sinners he's going out and cleaning up the streets of people who are who don't have the totality of gotham city's residents in their best interest they're they're rich people who are mayor and the guy who wants to topple the 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 rich guy mayor is another mega rich guy um you know the people who are living in poverty the people who are living in buildings that are basically slums they're fucked i mean that's really what it comes down to they're they're just utterly fucked um so it's 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 a very smart movie and it's a very, um, I applaud Todd Phillips for, you know, he's, he's done a bunch of comedies and I, I don't really, I, the hangover movies never appealed to me, never even wanted to ever see them, never have seen any of them. Um, so yeah, of course I raise my eyebrow a little bit when I hear that he's doing the Joker and it's looks this dark and serious, but he pulled it off. Uh, and he really sticks the landing at the end. There's even an ending where you have to question to yourself. It's like, wait a minute. Did he do what I'm kind of thinking he did? Um, you know, so it's it, it, it's a very thought-provoking movie. It's a very well-constructed movie. It's a character study, so there's not really a plot. Um, and sometimes I just kind of like that. I like kind of living in this person no matter how nasty that world is that Arthur lives in. I i enjoyed being there. Uh it's 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 nice to see a studio movie, even though I don't think this movie ended up costing very much. I think it only costs like forty million dollars or something, but it's nice to see a studio movie get behind a character study as opposed to, well, we gotta show Batman somehow coming in. We gotta make sure we put that after credit scene in so that we see Batman talking to uh an older joaquin phoenix or something now nah, we don't need any of that shit um so there's an elephant in the room here and that is uh joaquin phoenix uh, he is he i i cannot imagine he will not be the front runner for best actor at the oscars um i'm sure that there'll be some some competition but i i have to i have to imagine that he's he's going to not only be nominated for best actor but he'll probably win. Um beyond that, um I hope the movie gets nominated for best picture. I think uh Todd Phillips should get nominated for uh best director. I um you know, and and I think he and uh Scott Silver should get nominated for uh writing the movie too. So in general, um this is this is a very, very good movie. It's not a it's not a happy movie, but I don't know if I ever really felt more than just sad for a guy who um, you know, kind of gets picked on unnecessarily at times. Um you know, and, and it makes you think it's like, you know, we've all seen a clown in public or a guy dressed up as a clown, or we've seen a we've seen a person not wear normal clothing. Let's put it that way. And uh, yeah, we, we have a visceral reaction to laugh at them or to kind of nudge our buddy and it's like, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? Um, but it's, that shouldn't be something that should then lead to, let's go up to him and fuck with him. Um, <laughs> you know, so I feel sorry when, when that happens to people or when you see that happen, but in, either which way, um, you know, it's not an, it's, it's not the easiest movie in the world to watch just because, you know, this is such a uh setting of of just being mired in this muck that that's going on and people are getting stepped on people are getting passed up people are being overlooked and people even worse are being forgotten and no wonder that the whole town is kind of a powder keg that that erupts ultimately into complete and total chaos it's a, it's a really good movie though i um I you know I know people are going to be kind of wrapped up because this is how things like this happen on the internet. People are going to get wrapped up in that preconceived notion that this is a dangerous movie or oh people people shouldn't be hoisting this movie up on their shoulders and celebrating it because it's just, it just the wrong people are going to want to go see this and they're going to get bad ideas. And quite frankly, that's not the fault of this movie. If people think. If people walk out of this movie and think I should do what what Joker did in this movie, they need somebody to talk to. They need a friend, they need somebody to stop them. Um they you know, if that's really what you're worried about, people coming out of this theater and think then that's not on this movie. It's not I mean you shouldn't say Warner Brothers, Todd Phillips whoever, you shouldn't be making this movie. That's bullshit. We need to do better by these people who think that that they're being mistreated when they're not, or they feel like they're falling through the cracks when they're, when they may be, or when they're not. Um, we need to be doing better by those people. We shouldn't be, uh, policing what type of movies or what type of TV shows get out there to the public. That's bullshit. Um, I know Todd Phillips has said some things about comedy, not being particularly easy in this day and age to a certain extent. I do believe him, but I also will say that I disagree with him on principle that you know yeah people people don't want you punching down in a joke comedy is best when you punch up so when you tell a rape joke or you tell a uh an off-color joke and, and people get mad at it in society well <laughs> maybe you shouldn't tell that joke or I mean, you better be sure if you do tell that joke that you can actually tell the joke properly um And so I know people are pissed off with him about that. Whatever. If he makes more movies like this, then I stand by him that maybe you don't want to make the dude bro comedies like The Hangover anymore. Um, So uh, I highly recommend this. This is one of the best movies I've seen this year. Probably will be one of the best movies I'll see all year. So um, definitely, definitely, definitely recommend this. It's thought-provoking. It's emotional. It's got a phenomenal performance from Joaquin Phoenix who I don't know if I've ever seen him in something I didn't like him in I really really liked uh her also um he was uh, he's just somebody that I feel I can I can get into his shoes I can get into his perspective whenever he's in a movie and that's uh that takes a a a fantastic uh actor to be able to do so all right so that wraps up my opinions on this i'm not sure when we're going to do this again although or i'm not sure when either myself or jason or jason and chuck or myself and chuck or any combination of those three people as as we've done it before on this i don't know when we'll do it again um there are some movies i do think need to be worth talk uh worth uh looking at as the year kind of winds down here in these last three months uh but um we'll see Uh, But anyway, filmseizure.com, every Wednesday, new episode of Film Seizure. Myself and Jason talking about something cool, hopefully. Um, Right now, we're in the midst of our leprechaun uh, first four weeks of October, Leprechaun movies. Uh, There are eight of them, so we do two a week for the first four weeks of October. Then we have a uh, Halloween treat to kind of uh, cleanse the palate of the uh, Leprechaun series, if you will every Monday monster Mondays right now I'm doing for October black and white monster movies, uh, some really good ones. Uh, I think the, I think the first one comes out on Monday. So a couple of days after your, this releases, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, I believe is the first one. So I'm going classic. Um, but anyway, Filmseizure.com. That's where you can find us. Uh, you can go to Facebook and Twitter. Uh, that's film seizure. Just search for film seizure. You'll find us. um, then uh you got uh, apple podcast you got google play podcast tune in and spotify were there on all of those places all of those platforms new episodes uh should go there as we drop them uh on wednesdays and mondays then also uh later the same day as uh, whether it's a monster mondays or regular film seizure you can go to youtube and also listen to the episodes there uh, so anyway Until next time, this has been Jeff Arbuckle, and as always, don't forget to leave me the aisle seat. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker?